Hello. Hello. There you go. Gotcha. Well, now if I'm on the line, then you're on the air. What? What do you mean?、Hmm? This is your podcast interview. Oh, that's true. <laughs> I mean, on the air. Oh my god. There you go. <laughs> How are you? I am good. I'm good. It, it just has so much things to do before the opening. Your show looks amazing. Uh, uh, once again, visually, the the imagery I saw is stunning.、Uh, the the artists you have look so compelling, and and again, the topic is something so deep it would take about three hours just to discuss.、Uh, oh, yeah, that's true. <laughs>、uh, but but tell our tell our listeners a little bit about your show. Yeah, so my、uh, my show and our show and it's it's about. It's about the environmental issue that we are facing on right now、uh, in this planet. It, it, it's been happening like past forty years, and no one cares much. But lately, people finally started、uh, think about it. And since I think two thousand fifteen, sixteen, I started to have an environmental event.、Uh, I was organizing. And that inspired me to create to、uh, to address or creating some awareness towards what is going on, and and this show is instead it is con contaminated、uh, contaminated like a poisoned ocean, and、mm-hmm. inside of the ocean the sea creatures are dying. And one of the inspirations for this is because. Uh, some people asked me what we can do. We cannot. We cannot do anything. And I said, if you fall in love with someone, you will be nice to the person, right? Then why not to 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 fall in love with Earth or fall in love with sea creatures, fall in love with、uh, ocean, and then, then you will be nice to them. Absolutely and, brilliant. Uh, yeah, <laughs> and I, I I said it, and then I go, oh, that that's kind of nice to、uh, create that way. So. Sea creatures are suffering, and sea creatures are poisoned by human products, human garbage. They don't know that's garbage. They they think that's a new food or a new friend. So they do whatever they want to do, but they are dying. Right, right. Yeah. So that that's the kind of starting point of the show, and then going to like more industry, like what cause? What is the cause? And to create this global warming, why、uh, we are hurting and harming the earth, and actually that's coming from us. And because of this modern society and civilization, we started to lose the sense of、uh, connection, like a good connection with between people. So. There, there are two elements. Yes, it's the environmental issue, but also the human. Uh, side that、uh, that's called N N is a Japanese word, and it's about relationship or connection between not only humans but also、uh, places or animals or jobs like anything you encounter in your life. And sometimes good relationships, sometimes not good relationship. But we could, we can create a good relationship with. A people, places,、uh, objects, or any living beings, and that's a concept coming from Japan. But I thought it's it's nice to combine those human relationship、uh, relationship that human encounter and what is going on in、uh, 
uh, nature. So the ensemble is going to bring their own piece. I mean, they created the piece about dance of life that they have been living their own lives and they encounter several people, but like, it's our choice to make a good relationship, to make some change to own behavior towards someone. It, and it's, it's, it's bad. It's, you can cut it, but it's making a good relationship is a pop. That's a kind of a, a message into like inside of the show. It, it's a, a Japanese philosophy, I believe, because this is not the first time I've heard this, where where everything yeah. has a soul. You know, you, you, even when you throw something out, you, you're supposed to, to say thank you to it for the service it gave you. It's not just, you know, garbage. It's, yeah. it's, it's living in some strange way. Yeah, yeah it is. There's something that uh, we don't see it, but we feel it mm. once you recognize. Like, for example, like some people or some, something, some places that you feel like really bad energy, like, oh, this is so... I don't like this place, or I don't like this person. But then, sometimes only one day, if you are like traveling in a bar and just one night and just seeing someone and talking, like, wow, we have so much connection. But maybe only one night that you meet the right. person, right? It still has like some good connection. Like, wow, what is this? It's that great moment that's that's part of your life. Yeah, and those are uh, end that uh, like something like oh, we have some sort of end in this life that we met this way. It can be can be places, can be job that like you have a good end to what you do right now uh, for living. So that's everything. It's sometimes beyond the control, but once you recognize it, and once you asking for it, once you create the positive result for it, and it might happen a good relationship towards but do you have to you have to do something about it to, it, to uh, like attitude action or something like that it sort of uh, it, it sort of uh, uh, verifies if you will uh, that there's also a sense of spirituality in us the fact that we can yeah. have such connection it can't just be you know we, we both speak the same language it has to be there's something much deeper so so you're sharing yeah, like a spirituality yeah. as well which is wonderful it, it is it is a spirituality and it, all human beings had it like a long time ago yeah yes it's just like we lose the sense because it becomes such a materialism and consumerism and it, it all industry it became a of course a good result too to make our life better and like uh, faster and comfortable but then at the same time there are still wars happening in the world there are children who is starving in the world. There are kids that are born in a refugee camp and never know other world ever. So that's also the fact. And Did we sometimes take advantage from those like conveniences and lose the sense of spirituality. It seems we elevate ourselves. We we think okay, since we're not doing that, but we have we have a TV and we have we have yeah. cars and whatever, we're better. So no, yeah. we're we're all the same. Is is this yeah. a, a mission of, of yours? Because I know uh, when you work with Planet Connections, you had something very similar that you presented. Yeah, this is yeah, this is your was, mission. Right now, it became like that because the uh, I mean, Puro the the dance that I do and I uh, I share and practice and teach that uh, brought me to connection with nature a lot. 
And what is buto? I've seen that so, in so many of your press materials. What is buto? Yeah, so buto is a contemporary dance that uh, started 1959 in Japan mm-hmm. after World War Two. It doesn't directly relate to the World War Two, but the uh, founder Tatsumi Hijikata, who was a dancer, and he was 19 years old, and he that time is in Japan is. Uh, suffered from the World War Two and it's like all destroyed, destruction. Mm-hmm. And it's Americanized and tried to be, everyone tried to be a more American in a way because it's, uh, you know, 60s. Right. So, so like everything looks fantastic and everyone tried to be a more uh, American way, but he, as a dancer, he was uh, wondering what is his dance, what is his creation, what, it's not to be someone else, but what is his dance, and so he created the dance uh, coming from his inspiration. He's like creating his own genre, basically in dance. But the sixties in the world, it happened not only him, like many dancers, like Pina Bausch, for example, in Germany. Mm-hmm. Uh, there are many uh, creators after World War Two in those sixties and seventies, created new style of uh, new style of art. And he created a, he called it dance, but it's very theatrical and very experimental, very avant-garde that relate to the society. The one that was a, a principle that he always said is like challenging to your own limitation of body, mm. mind, and also society, so audience. So you, you have to put something that the audience doesn't want to see, but it's real, really happening in the world. So he put a taboo on stage a lot that time. He forces so us like, to, to look at ourselves through dance. Yeah, yeah. Because like, uh, so he's born in a farm, farm and he, uh, not, not farm, farm, but he knows like in the farm area that mm-hmm. he's going to be killed for dinner. That's like it. Entire world it happened in a farm and like a chicken. You think it's chicken, duh, but next morning the chicken is on table and in like dinner. And that's right, even a lot right. of, yeah, a lot of children get traumatized for those experiences by, by, oh my god, my friend is on the table. So that happened in a farm every day, but then the audience doesn't want to see, like a city audience doesn't want to see those things. He put it on stage, those moments. Oh, that that's it's, great. It was like, so like at that time, the 59, like, what? <laughs> you can't do that. Like, so, and it also he put it to the, uh, homosexuality at that time. He thought it was taboo in a way to see it in front of audience. It's happening since ancient. It's not, uh, irregular things, but as the people got like, basically sexuality, um, mm-hmm. in on stage. And that's like, they like they're like offended by his work. Half of audience, half of audience, fascinating. So so that's like how he at that time. But he changed in, in his artistic life so many times. His style changes depends on where he is and what society is, and he changes every single work, every uh, single period. He changed his style depends on what is going on. So it, it's the kind of principle, it's really difficult to define what is Buto in a way, but I believe Buto is evolving every time. And it's coming from artist's individual inspiration in what is going on to that person and the, the world. 
So, so this type of art form that I'm teaching, you get inspired by that. Kind, I think that mind that says, like, oh, I have to do something with society, I think. I, I was going to say, it sounds like you're you're following very brilliantly because you're, it sounds like Bhutto, uh, it, it's, it's, it shines the light of reality in our faces through through art and movement. And, yeah, and, exactly. and you're doing that very clearly with the, uh, with global warming and, 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 and taking care of our planet. It, it, does, it does influence and it changes the way me as an artist uh, stand. And then I think I wrote one of the interviews that you, you gave me. Uh, so there's another kind of founder called Kazono. He's a Buto, uh, like, really, how to say he's a very iconic person. Mm-hmm. And he worked with Hijikata Tatsumi, but he was the one who spread the seed entire Europe. He was touring 74 years old until 98. Really? Yeah, I know. Like, we're <coughs> all babies. Like, <laughs> At 74, all I want to do is breathe. So, wow, I'm impressed. <laughs> yeah, he was in world tour in 74 until 98 in the entire planet. Wow. So it's in Europe, it's the people have seen Kazo Ono's work, and they took his workshop, so that a lot of his sent those spirituality speed into the world. And what is interesting is Kazo Ono was Christian. He was born raised in Japan, and he is different, he has a Japanese uh, spirituality, the Shinto and the Buddhism, but also he was Christian. So I think it's very accessible towards the people who are, uh, who, are in, who are who live in Europe or Western world. I'm so glad you said that. I know I know so many people who who are who are pagan or Buddhist or 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 something like that, but yet they still maintain their Christianity, their Judaism, or whatever. It, it again, it, it shows the the universality of religion. Yeah. Again, we're getting back into the spiritual notion of it. Oh my God! Yes. Exactly how I face is like because of when I was in USA for 13, 20, uh, no, 13 years, 12, 13 years right now. Mm-hmm. But it's after, like, oh no, I'm a Shinto, I'm a Japanese, so like I, can, I cannot quite understand the side of the Christianity. And I one time refused the play that I was almost casted because the person was Christian. And now I don't know if I can really embody this person. But then I went back to Japan and went to the Kazuo Ono's studio. His son, Yoshito Ono, is one of my teachers. He's uh, now 81 years old. <laughs> and, like, and it made everything make sense because whatever he said, it's, it's so universal. And it's, they addressed all Shinto, Buddhism, Christianism, whatever the religion is all combined in a way, in a, in a place. Like, oh, so we create category of oh this is this this is this, this is this but it's it's towards the uh, center in the core is very similar and I uh, I change I was changed I was changed by his exercise about refugee camp kids that studio and this coming from all those aspects right. like Christianity Buddhism and Shintoism and like every religion that I eat uh, like for example, compassion. I, I, I was going to say the foundations are the same. Yeah, of course. Yeah. So the the one exercise that it's really trigger 
was that we, he showed me, he showed us the refugee camp kids that is very smiling and they don't know what's going on in the world at all. They're no. just smiling and happy. Is that's their world. Yeah they, yeah, they they don't know any better. That's their world. No, because they're, they're, that's their world. They're born and raised the entire time. And they're like, kids is playing and they got smiling. And he showed us and we all like gasped like, oh my God. And suddenly we practice art and dance and sometimes we detach some sort of reality. And that's beauty of it, of course. Like we forget the reality and beauty of the dance and like, oh, that's, that's beautiful. Like art for art. And I, I'm from an uh, actor studio drama school, so like uh, has been really focusing on acting and art. But then it, that moment is like, oh wow, that's it's it's real right there. And in uh, this moment, some kid is in a refugee camp, and he said, "We are not doctor, we are not soldier, we are not politician, we are dancers. What <sighs> we can do oh, that's great. for them." And like, I was like, oh, oh my god. Really, what we can do, and while while dancing, so that's so okay. So your audience is these children in the refugee camp. Go, <laughs> like he just let us dance for this the refugee camp, camp children as, as imaginary audience, and it changed myself that moment. Oh, I cannot cry. If I cry, children wondered why. <laughs> so like. It's it just a sort of responsibility is I see the responsibility that come to myself at that moment. And I, oh, I cannot cry. I cannot share too much the, my sadness of life. How I can protect these smiles. So oh, that's it's gorgeous. It's shifted. It's shifted. Um, we're, we're, we're speaking on, on, on September 11, and I can't uh, not oh acknowledge that in some way. Um, you, 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 you struck a chord with something. I remember many years ago, I think, I think right after it happened, Nathan Lane was on Broadway, and, and uh, someone interviewed him and said, how can you perform right now? How can you get up there and make people laugh uh, uh, right now and what's going on? And he, he, with a shrug, just said, look, this is my job. My job is to alleviate tensions. My job is to yeah. is to put a smile on your face. So when you said we yeah. we are dancing, we're not doctors, we're whatever. We dance. You, yeah. That's that's you know we, we we shouldn't we shouldn't say oh well we can't do that. It's not important. Everything is important. Everything is powerful. My goodness, yes, I, I I know the movie very well, and it it, yeah. it touched me very because, deeply. Yeah, me too. That like reminded me that movie too, because of future generation. Like we sometimes like, oh, you we did this awful thing. Say like, learn this. You feel awful too. Rather see the possibility or some sort of a, a hope or give something in different energy to future generation. That it's you don't need to. Um, too much, like, uh, that, like, I'm still charging negative energy, but it's like something anger or towards something or, uh, bad for themselves and more putting a possibility to, to the generation. Right. The future generation. And, but we are not ignoring what happened, but we don't need to force them to feel 
rather maybe we can protect protect their future that they are they are pure they are innocent and maybe we can change the way that we have been cre- repeating the history the destruction creation destruction creation maybe something different way maybe to, if we changed our emotion then then that would change yeah so maybe there's some sort of a just simple falling in love like simply like caring someone or uh, I think I know it's just so cheesy and redundant so many times if I like falling in love like a love or caring it changes because you completely. change your attitude oh, completely. For, for our listeners uh, uh, Life is Beautiful was a, a a foreign film done in the late 90s and it was about uh, a Jewish Italian waiter and his son who, who go to a, a who were put in a concentration camp, and he doesn't want his son to suffer, so he convinces his son that he's actually in this this yeah. this holiday sort of vacation resort as opposed to a concentration <laughs> camp. Uh, Roberto Benini was brilliant in that, and, yeah. and the last line of it, which was which was devastating, uh, he dies. There, there, there spoilers. Uh, he dies, but his son uh, survives, and when his son comes out, he turns to his mother, and he says, Mommy, I had the best time. Yeah. And I remember thinking to myself, my God, what, what what that man had to do to turn his son's whole life around like that. And and if yeah. we could all do that, oh my goodness, what, what a great place this would be. Yeah, so don't repeat much. Now, now you've, turned, uh, you've turned your life around also. I don't know exactly what it is, and pardon me if I'm being nosy. In one of the articles, you wrote that you have an illness. Yeah. What illness do you have, if I can ask? Uh, yeah, so when I was 19... Uh, 1819, I lost my entire hair, the alopecia. Mm-hmm. So, like, I started from the, like, losing hair, and eventually, over the course of three months, and I lost entire hair uh-huh. from my body. And that's like when I was 19, you know, and tried to, uh, freshman in college, wanting to be an actor, uh, actress in Tokyo, and wanting to have a boyfriend, and I lost all hair, and lost all those, you know, kids' dream to be, uh, like, going to Tokyo and do this and that and all lost it so oh. then from there yeah I, it was it was really hard for 19 years old uh me <laughs> it's like we can't and in, in japan also without hair you uh you cannot even have job uh they they, they judge so mm. i mean yes. you, you have to negotiate negotiate that maybe you can be a monk but it, you have to hide because everyone has hair especially female and then I started wearing a wig for a year, but then after, because I wanted to be an actress, so like I wanted to fix the, the situation, then take uh, some, uh, not vitamin, but some sort of uh, medicine that coming from pharmacist. Mm-hmm. And my long, long story short is I lost entire skin. You lost what? Entire skin. Oh my I gosh. My skin melted. Oh. It was the most sensitive skin that I had also, but the, the medicine, not medicine, it's more like supplements. Like supp- so it's nothing harmful inside. It's all organic. But because I've had something already wounded in my legs, and then that started spreading entire body, and so basically all flesh and meat and no skin to cover. It's always the liquid is coming out, and that's like a thirty-year college. Oh my college, yeah. So, I, so that moment I could not even only breathe that I could do. So, like my mom came came to Tokyo and everything. Like 
so I was I, I went home and then going to hospitalized for for three four months, and then like whole years like I took off the college one year because of that. Obviously, and, the, obviously this this was was cured in you. Uh, you mean like, cured? Yeah. No, I, I mean. Uh, head, uh, hair is not like a right. Now that my head is uh, one of the coolest thing and white mohawk is happening. I, I was I was going to say you, you turned it into a fashion statement, so so <laughs> you did great there. But but the skin ailment was the, the skin ailment obviously uh, uh, was stopped. Yes, skin healed. However, this year, just uh, recently June, I was in a tour in Los Angeles. For my other piece is uh, I do a Shakespeare in Buto, the uh, Lady Macbeth in Buto. Oh, Lady Macbeth. Oh, that sounds great. So when I was playing, performing in that show, I got beat by flea at the Airbnb in Los Angeles. Oh, no. And then the, I don't know, have you heard of beat at the uh, flea, flea, flea program? Fleeing is so worse, like entire legs got beaten and it's Los Angeles, so it's very hot. And recently it's more humid. So it's got spread it to entire body and I had I had to perform every day. Oh like five five days. So that it's, it's right now finally recovered, but two months entire summer I was suffering. And everyone like Yoko, you have something and like yeah, I have sensitive skin. <laughs> So, so it's like one thing is became huge. And and listening uh, to you talk about it, you're you're just like, okay, yeah, my skin fell off and my hair fell off and whatever, okay, but I dance. It's it's, it's, it's fifteen years ago things that those skin things and uh, uh, hair things. It, it also is because I did play called Baldy. That's my first solo show that I performed in USA, <laughs> created and performed. And um, uh, my dad, is, my it's about my dad and my illness. Uh, but I, the relationship with the father who is trying to strict toward his own daughter and expected me highly. It's very Japanese father. Right. Uh, but it's because I lost the skin and hair and I had to deal with my dad in a way the most hopeless and helpless situation. Mm. I got to know actually he cared and he loved me deeply, not hating me. So the one of the turn is we when we watch the babe. Do you know the babe? The movie, the pig movie. Oh, of course, everyone knows babe. Yes. Yeah, yeah. She cried. Oh. <laughs> she was the most mean person. When I was a teenager, I wanted to kill him because he was really <laughs> yeah, he was punishing me, beating, and like, like very expecting high, expecting high. So it's like that's like the person who I have a huge grudge during the teenage time. But once I got weak and sickness and, and like a babe, so he, was, he changed his personality and he cried in the movie Babe. And me and the mom were like, what? This is happening. Well, there you go. He, he, he saw his daughter up on that uh, on that screen in some way. So wow. You know, during, you know, Mr. Hagen and dancing thing for that baby, he started crying and like, oh my. Yeah, he was. He 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 grew up with very tough way, but he had a gentle heart. 
and I did not realize. But because of the illnesses I got, I got to see his gentleness and his passion and his sincerity. Uh, he gave up his dream for parents. He wanted to live for his parents. So like all those I did not know, that he is a human being, that he's not perfect dad, that it's like 60 American movies, like all perfect dad. <laughs> Expected like that dad, but no, he's not. So, so that made me grow up, and uh, maybe may grow maybe make me, makes me, made me grow that it's okay, parents is a human, and I'm human, we have different dreams. And so like I have to deal with my my problem, my issues, my habit, and the illness that is because before I hated it, but more accepting to, to changing to appreciation that happened. It, it's ten year, it took ten years, and I was okay with like the skinhead and acting and everything. But then love is the most challenging one for me to skin and uh, no hair. Right. Oh. There's a one person who already passed away. He's uh, helping after studio drama schools and business side. He he was gay and uh, he died. He died with uh, lung stuff, but then probably we think it's probably he had uh, the HIV. Oh no, my! We don't know. We don't know. But just he he died very young. He died like a thirty. Like a, he died forty. Oh, that's terrible. And very quick, and he, when he was very, very active, he told me, like, uh, Yoko, you know, you are so gorgeous. And like, why? No, I'm not, because I, I don't have hair. And I'm okay with acting, but it's, I can't, I can't fall in love with this. Like, this, who loves me? And he said, no, 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 it's USA, it's America, and your skinhead is very hot. And put the makeup on and a dress and high heel, and if you're walking around, everyone... Every guy just turned you, turned their head to you, and I go, really? But I was just, I was so scared. I was scared to wearing even dress with skinhead and put a makeup on. But he passed away with that. Uh, he left the world and he passed away. And I wasn't, I wasn't there for him that time. I was a tour. I was in tour. So after I got, I, I went to his funeral and then like, okay, I, I think I gotta do something. That he passed me something that very important message. So I did. After he passed away, I wearing a dress and put a makeup on and no wig, high heel and walking in East Village. And it, it did change. It did I change. bet you turned so many heads. <laughs> it was like suddenly, like a guy, especially in Africa, American guys like a love skinhead ladies. <laughs> <laughs> so like, I was in the Starbucks and like three African American guys like, hey, congratulations, I have your phone number. Wow, it never happened. So, so it, it just like a different, different. It was different, and I'm creating more confidence uh, towards. Oh, it's okay. Uh, this is this is fine. And then I put it to myself exactly like that in a, like online dating the one time, and then the, some guys really loves that. So. Oh, okay, so it's just me creating the idea of skinhead is ugly to just Japanese culture, like my, my, my Japanese right. culture. And, and, and the people, I don't know for listeners, I'll be sure, the nation in the USA and everyone got together and uh, it 
to gain a confidence because it's sometimes we create the problem and it's something that some people don't see that's beauty, that's their problem. It's not my problem. And it's me have to deal with the own illness, uh, own problem, and that creates own confidence and, and enjoy the life because it's, it's life is not that long. Life is short. Yeah. Yep. Why, why not enjoy it? And once we create that enjoy and the shining energy, and the people will be convinced, okay, oh, maybe this is one of the way. So skinhead or mohawk, whitehead, is if I enjoy, if I loving it, probably people get inspired by, oh, that's maybe a cool thing and without, like, no judgment. It's more like, oh, that's, that's cool. If you think you're gorgeous, the whole world will. Right, exactly. So you you can convince. If you are, you can convince. So that's another way to actually reach to this show, the to the end. But because I believe that that what Gandhi quoted, uh, if you want to change the world, uh, like you need to be the change. Gorgeous, gorgeous. I thought you're, that's, you're, that's huge. You're a living example of your own work. Uh, you you have triumphed over adversity. You have changed you've changed the lives of your family. You have changed those around you, and even someone else who suffered adversity was even able to change your life. I can only imagine the energy, the power, the heart that is on stage in any one of your performances. Yoko, thank you so much. Oh, this has been so absolutely wonderful me. and inspirational. Um, I am going to tell our viewers exactly how to see your amazing show, which opens up in just like, what, two days? Yeah, it's Thursday. Thursday. It opens Thursday. Yeah. Okay, that's tomorrow. Okay, <laughs> so I'm going to get off the Friday, phone and let you go back to your show. No, Friday. Tomorrow is a technical rehearsal. Oh, a tech rehearsal. Tech rehearsals are hell. Tech rehearsals are worse than the performances. Then I'm, I'm letting you get... I'm letting you get off the phone and so you can get to, to all the fun stuff that you have to do. Thank you so much. This has been absolutely so wonderful. My pleasure. My pleasure. Looking forward to everything. Ciao. Ciao. Bye. Bye.